Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? This the boy JBJR and my homie Master Wiki. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode of Fruit of the Boom podcast. What's happening with you? Oh, man, chilling, man. How you doing today? Man, doing good, doing good, man, doing good. A little bit, uh, warming up a little bit outside, but doing all right, though. All right. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. So, uh, today on our, uh, show, we also have a brand new guest. Actually, our first true engineer. That we have on the show, so we're gonna have we're gonna have see we're gonna have engineering talk between him and man for the first time. Hey. We're gonna see this. This is gonna be great. So I got the big homie right here, man. My partner Dan, aka St. Louis, his OG in the game with the engineering. How you one, doing? One bro? of the leading engineers from the Midwest. You know? There you go. There you go. Engineer there you producers. Go. Hey, in the you- building. Hey, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm good. How are you, man? Good seeing you. Good being back. Yeah, hell yeah, man. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Yeah, man. No doubt. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing the beat battles and stuff, too, man. Hell yeah, We've been man. active. We've been active. <laughs> hell yeah, man. But yeah, we brought you on the show um, just, you know, because this is what we bring on the show, which is producers, DJs, and engineers to go ahead and discuss their lives, behind the scenes, their history, any equipment, just any advice, anything that you want to go ahead and just say about yourself or speak on yourself, your life, your career, your skills, your craft, all of it. That's no the whole point of the show. Okay. So we keep it natural, we keep it simple, we keep it moving. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I don't know if... Um, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know if I have something ready to say or not yet. <laughs> well, JB's, uh, JB's first question is usually uh, his set first pace. But I, I don't want to take it from him. Do you, uh, you want to lead it off? I, 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 can, I can lead it off. Yeah, man, I'm not trying to say your first question. <laughs> no, no, you good, you good. So, big homie, man, you know, like I said, you know, I know you got, definitely got a lot of accolades in the game and things of that nature, but let's take it all the way back to the beginning. Okay. Before uh, you became St. Louis Hits. Okay. So, holler me, man. Go ahead and tell us your history and how you became an engineer all the way to the point it's, you It's actually now. a beautiful story. Yes. Um, I started off as a DJ, of course. Okay. So, okay. Um, I was going to Cardinal Ritter and uh, one of my best friends had uh, was DJing. I was like, okay, just checking them out. So his mom was a teacher, so we had to redo Tupac's, um, one of Tupac's songs. Um, I can't think of the name of the song. Um, but um, it was a classic tune. So he had to redo it. So he showed me where he rents his DJ equipment uh-huh. from. So it was Dale's music at that time. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So got uh, some speakers, got the drum machine. That was the first time I put my hands on the drum machine. Okay. And we had a program. It was like an old rolling. And uh, so that just gave me savvy with being a DJ. Then I'm like, oh, okay, I like this DJ and stuff. I want to go into it. So um, I had got in trouble and got locked up. So my mom had to come get me from jail for the first time, like rolling in stolen cars or whatever. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> she took me to the park the next day to talk to me. She didn't come to me crazy, nothing. She came to me pure love. She was like, you know what? You know what you need to do? You need to work for yourself. I was like, work for myself? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, what you like to do? I said, well, I'm kind of DJing now, you know? She said, that's what we go do. She okay. said, come with a name, come with a logo, and we're going to start you a DJ service. Okay. Right. I'm All like, right. okay. So I went home, thought about it. I was like, diamond music with a diamond and diamond music. Yeah. So I started doing that and going to Carter Ritter, you know, we was DJing just homecomings. And then mm-hmm. I did like Lincoln homecomings, uh, VAP homecomings. Everybody was lit. 
So then my mom was like, okay, well, you know you got to go to college. I'm mm -hmm. like, go to college? Okay. I'm like, hmm, don't want to go too far from home. Let's see what's in the Midwest. So I found Columbia College in Chicago. Okay. okay. And they had a radio program. So yeah. I'm like, okay. cool, send me to the radio program. So I'm... I'm uh got the orientation papers back for the for um the orientation program for the radio and it had radio slash sound. So I called them back, I'm like, what's this sound? They like, oh yeah, we have a sound program where you recording and I said recording and mixing like with a board. They was like, Yeah, I was like, switch me. <laughs> so I <laughs> so I switched from radio. Ended up becoming, well, the story was I got up there for orientation, tested out of everything because of the DJ background. Uh -huh. Nice. So I went straight into production one. Nice. And then I talked to my teacher. I was like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. How can I succeed in being a great engineer? He's like, well, what I did was I was a teacher's aide for like two years. I was like, well, can I be your teacher's aide? He's like, yes, I was his teacher's aide. Nice. So I got to mess with the equipment at night. We were still splitting tape. Uh-huh. And I was uh, splitting one-inch tape with the razor blade, the white chalk. And uh, so I'm a real engineer. You know what I'm saying? I come from the board. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, and, right. Um, true analog. Right, true analog. So I did that. So then after that... Um, the school studio, we had a big uh, audio technology center. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to switch from a teacher's aide to working there. So I controlled basically the studio. Oh, wow. So I'm always in the studio. But the thing about being producer slash engineer, all the rappers never really mess with you. Like, I had all this access, but I'm going there on the bus every day with my NPC in my arm, uh -huh. you know? Mm. Which the NPC was a whole different story, too. <laughs> but I'll let you know that story. But so, yes, yeah, so I was managing the studio and then the guys from Chicago kind of peeped me and they was like oh yeah dude from St. Louis be getting busy <laughs> so then uh, it was a studio called Chicago Tracks uh -huh. I wanted to intern there so that was R. Kelly studio oh okay. wow so I got the studio initiated with them because I was the first intern there okay so that was Slang Music Group with uh, Chocolate Factory and uh, Chicago Tracks so uh, I started doing that. So working with like DMX, Kanye West, R. Kelly, I was just an intern in the back of the room, plugging up NPCs, plugging up Kanye NPC, uh, taking all the samples from the library. Wow. They had like the sound library. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scanned the, all that. The stack of <laughs> CDs. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. my uh, the guy I was working for, uh, Vince Lawrence from Slang and Music Group, mm. had like all the vintage stuff, the 808s, the... Um, the analog rolling 808, yeah. the MPC 60, MPC 3000, wow. all that stuff was in the back room yeah, yeah. where the intern be at. I'm just, <laughs> it's like a closet, you uh -huh. know? So I'm just in there just messing with stuff. So they was like, St. Louis, St. Louis. So at that time, I think Nelly was just popping with country grammar. Uh -huh. So it was like a little buzz coming from the loop. Sure. So for me being from St. Louis, I'm like, everybody kept calling me St. Louis. So I'm like, let me adapt the moniker St. Louis, and I could be like a conduit from the music mm -hmm. from St. Louis. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I was repping. I was I always had my little look, you know, but I was quiet, just, you know, waiting for my part. So then um, how I got into the beat making was I was a classically trained drummer. I wish I knew his name, but he used to be from Baton Music. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Baton Music back in the day. Uh -huh. hey. As you city loop. Um... And so uh, my mom had me classically trained as a drummer. So I did that for a while. So um, my roommate had 
a Dr. Groove rolling. It was like the black box with the orange knobs. Okay. With the urban samples in it. And I okay. just went crazy and did mad beats. Well, actually, when I was a freshman, I had a Dr. Uh, a Zoom. A Zoom drum machine with like 200 beats on her yeah. that I programmed. So I just really became a great programmer and sequencer. And then uh, after that, my partner, uh, Jay Marty, you know, we formed the Beat Doctors, and he's from U-City. Shout um, Yeah, we did Lumity stuff and uh, Shauna and uh, some other stuff. So he he was um, coming through the elevator to the dorms, and he was hugging this box with all this plastic rubber. I was like, what you got? I mean, we wasn't friends then. Mm -hmm. So that's when we became friends, because I reached out and was like, what's that? He's like, come to my room and check it out. So I come to his room, he plug up this NPC 2000, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what's that? He's like, it's an NPC, it's a drum machine. Oh. I'm like, okay, well, what do you do with that? So at that time, he showed me Soundforge, uh -huh. Acid, where <laughs> you pull out the waveforms and stuff. Yeah. And then he showed me this NPC. NPC intimidated me for a long time. And then finally, I kind of got comfortable with it. Then it was my instrument of choice. And so I started rocking the NPC 2000 XL yeah. Studio Plus. Mm, studio blown. Plus. Yeah, full mm. blown. Actually, it was a story about that because I went to Guitar Center to buy it. Shout out to my dude, Scott at Guitar Center. But when you go to Guitar Center, they kind of make you want to, uh, like, order stuff and wait weeks and weeks and at that time it was mars music across yeah. the street you remember mars yep. man they had like i love mars four npc pluses studio pluses on the floor just sitting there in boxes oh I was wow like, let me get that yeah so did that we had a little label for a while and then that's when i went to chicago after that but mm. so yeah i did have the initial training but um chicago just made me mainstream with my sound so I always like like a superhero team, kind of like um, Avengers. Okay. So that's what the B Doctors was. So right, we, right. I edited a movie for my partner, and uh, he he was the director and edited, and we did the soundtrack. We digitized a bunch of wax uh -huh. on Soundforge. Yeah. And gave him the soundtrack, some authentic hip hop cuts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, we really doctored that. I'm like, that's what we did. I'm like. He like, man, what's the name I need to put on the credits? I'm like, let's go with Beat Doctors. Nice. <laughs> so I said the Beat Doctors. And so that's when that started. That's and perfect. And then I recruited like my protege. And then me and Jay Marty uh, recruited him later. And then my partner, L, and shout out to Pro. Pro cut up all the samples. So I was in Chicago, so that's with the soul samples. And okay. So he showed me that part of the game. So my sampling got kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. And then... um. We hooked up with uh with, with Shauna and did her first single, uh no, her third single off her album Block Music, um, called Take It Slow. Okay. But it featured Bobby Valentino and Ludacris. Oh wow. Okay. So that was a good hit. And then Missy did the remix. Nice. Mm. So that was like a little hit or quitter. Then we did like Lumity's uh Spanish Harlem, her album. Nice. Two like two albums. And so that was the beginning of St. Louis hits. That's when I became St. Louis. I was big St. Louis then. And then I'm like, man, I'm cranking out hits. So I said, let me add St. Louis dot hits. Nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I had did the legacy and um, just repping St. Louis, you know. Uh, and then that's kind of history. Mm. I started. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's a great history. It's beautiful, like <laughs> awesome you said. History, dude. So do you still produce on an NPC or do you, you're in a computer more often? Um, 
I'm in the computer more often. My partner just got the NPC X. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Cause I have the NPC four thousand uh-huh. fully blown. Yeah, everything. yeah. I pay like three thousand. From Jeez. from like it got shit from Atlanta. Mm. So um nowadays I've been a lot of I've been doing my DJ Khaled type of thing because I got a lot of protégés. Uh-huh. So they really under my company and uh, just arranging and mixing. And lately I've been back writing. I've been on the machine. I've been uh, on NPCX. Uh-huh. I've been in Logic. Okay. Okay. But I'm a Pro Tools. I can do Pro Tools too. I can uh-huh. sequence, uh, arrange, MIDI, everything in Pro Tools. Yeah. I can mm. do the beat in Pro Tools. Sure. So they got instruments and stuff. Yeah, totally. And it's MIDI and it's gridded. And it goes there finally anyway. The best thing about Pro Tools is Pro Tools and Native Instruments sense. Yeah. The best sound yep. popping. Totally. So. It, giving me a headache the other day, I was using their session strings and it just kept mm-hmm. crashing on me, man. It was killing me the other oh, day. No. <laughs> oh, like, no. Like, me and Coco was in here and it crashed maybe 14 times, man. It was Are ridiculous. You yeah, I had to just print the shit and be done with it. Damn. Damn. But that's life. That's life. <laughs> I'm so patient. Uh, patience is a virtue in this game. People are Absolutely. like, how are you so patient? Like, if something crashed, I just. Take a deep breath. You know what my engineer, uh, my master engineer teacher told me? He was like, when you run into a problem, I don't smoke cigarettes or nothing. But um, he told me just take a Coke, go outside and go for a smoke. Sure. Come back. It always worked. (laughs) So I supplemented the cigarettes for, you know, for uh, the flowers, the purple flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. So we're hearing a lot of things right now. You know, it sounds like we definitely heard um, some big other big names outside of who you uh, you, all you just named um, yeah. earlier. So who else you uh, engineer for or, or produce for that's a big name artist? Um, Man, like, I did a, let me see. I can give you a better suggestion of my production credit list because I just actually... <laughs> published it out to let the public know what I actually do. There you go. There you go. Because my friends don't even know. Like, I yeah. mean, they know I do the two chains thing and all that, but they don't really know like people, people. So, um, let me see. Yeah, after yeah, after you get that, yeah, you gonna have to explain it on the two chains thing. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, was, that was a, that was a big story. That changed that changed my life though. Oh man, yeah, we got because yeah, they put yeah, me in touch that. with the industry. Like St. Louis, we don't really have the industry. Mm-hmm. We don't have no officers, no checks cut here. Um, you know, so it's kind of harder to navigate around. Like I hit the glass ceiling. So I felt it. I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta leave. And then my friend was like, yo, it's popping, we on, bring your gear. And I brought all my stuff. Nice. And uh moved down there, got a house down there and everything. But um, yeah, so two chains, bankroll fresh, Travis Porter, Cap One, Schoolie. Um, we have a group called True TRU, which is a two chains group. Okay. So that's nice. like with Short Dog, uh, aka Fresh. My dude Greasy, shout out Greasy, C White, um, and Schooly. Nice. So they call we call it a real university. Nice. You know? So nice. that's cool. Uh, Mike Will did some stuff for him because he give beats to Two Chains a lot. That's what's up. Um, Young nice. Dro. Nice. Uh, so my okay, I'm gonna read this off and then tell you what studios I'm affiliated with and how I got to work with these oh, but, oh, by all means, please go, yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. Go for it. So, uh, Young Dro, Spody, Nelly, Chingy. Actually, my background with the Nelly situation is Batter Up. My mentor, okay. my mentor Steve Blast, really kind of put me on the industry tip. 
Okay. Remember, I was on the indie. I was on the learning tip, indie tip. Then we had a little mainstream success. Then I got the the industrial make money off of music part for my mentor. Okay. And that's because he did one beat, did the beat for Batter Up, but the album went diamond. Yeah. So that's about. Well, put it this way. Back then, when uh, Kuda got a check for like 125 grand, he'd probably get a check for about 35 grand. You know oh, what I'm wow. saying? Off one song, off publishing. So that's when I got into the music business. I'm with CSAC. You know, that was with ASCAP. But, um, and CSAC is a pretty elite organization as well. You can't just pop up and say, I want to go to CSAC. I came in under the, the Nelly Act, so. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, Nelly Chingy, um, Young Young Thug, which is, uh, his label is YSL. So, he got Duke, Gunna, Nietzsche, Dora, Dolly. That's his sisters. I did they whole mixtape. Okay. And uh, Young Dolph, Burst Simmons, Pee Wee Longway. Uh, shout out Blue Da Vinci, BMF. Okay. Uh, a battle rapper, Arsenal. Okay. Nice. Um, one of my protégés, K-Famous. Pablo Juan, Peso, Zaytoven, okay, which is the beat guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, then Cash yeah. is J and Norton B. But I got this picture on my Instagram with all four of us, and it's called Beat uh, Beat Guides. And it's just like I'm like, man, I'm in this picture with these phenomenal producers, and it's like I fit in, but I just it's new to me. I'm like, is this really happening? Right. <laughs> so I didn't really get it. I didn't really get. The FaceTime, uh, being on camera, being camera ready. Mm. I had to learn all that stuff. I used okay. to show up to the studio, you know, just some chill stuff. Mm-hmm. And then being like three videos and two, you know, cameos. <laughs> I'm like, damn. And did you do I used to hide because I was like, damn. Like Cap One, we did Bert. Uh, uh, the hook is burst in the bird. Bird bath. We okay. did bird bath, and so we shot a video like New Jack City, and they wanted me to do some stuff, but I wasn't really feeling it because I wasn't suited and booted. Uh-huh. So after that day, I was like, I gotta be suited and booted every day I leave the house. Oh shit! So I tell people, they be like, How Atlanta treating you? I be like, Man, Atlanta is beautiful. I could just walk outside and work at my craft and get paid at the same time. Yeah. Which is not as easy to do here, but a couple more names. Um, Young Bird, which is now he's hit maker, making a gang of stuff. Uh-huh. Don't nobody know. Like <laughs> he did the new Wiz Khalifa joint that's on the radio, a new Usher joint, uh, Nicki Minaj joint. He's producing and songwriting. Yeah. Okay. That's where the winning is. Under huh? hit making. Yeah, under hit maker. Mm. So uh, shout out Bird. So that was like my first personal placement with him. On his album, I got the bonus digital single called hmm. Put It On Me. Huh. Yeah. You can, it's still on YouTube. Put nice. It On Me, Young Bird. Me and Sag Live produced that. Nice. Okay. Sag Live was out of Dirty NT. I think he indie now, but uh, that's that's my brother, too. That's what's up. So, um, it's fun to have everybody become your network, but you don't know who's going to really do what. Right. You know? right. So... You just got to be cool, humble, and keep your network straight. Like me and you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you exactly, know. Exactly. So, um, Shauna, R. Kelly, uh, Doughboy, S.E.L., G. The Singer. Yeah. 
MC Keem. I had to throw the local people because yeah. they kept hitting me like, bro, Shout what about me? King. What about me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw your list, man. How come I wasn't on it? <laughs> right. So, um, you know, Yo Banger, uh, my artist Vito, yeah. Louis V, Lottie. Because I used to have a studio before I left or when I came back. I don't remember. Oh, when I came back the first time. No, before I left for Atlanta. I had a studio in Central West End on Euclid. Okay. Oh, okay. Real crispy, just nice spot. So okay. I worked with a lot of people. Uh, Johnny Blaze and Cisco Rosada, they from Love and Hip Hop. Uh, and a bunch of DJs. DJ Teflon, DJ Issa, which is 2 Chains DJ. Okay. DJ Mook, Cap 1 DJ. DJ Bigger Rankin. Okay. DJ X-Rated. That's for the future DJs. Okay. DJ Pretty Point Tank. Which, that bring me to the... Long live Bankroll Fresh, you know, cause that was Bankroll Fresh DJ. So I did, I did all them projects. Uh, Hip Hop Weekly Magazine and Radio, Memphis Mo, Cool America, Leafy Luciano, Legion Luciano, and G, Good Money. So that's just a current list. (laughs) But everybody's like, oh my god, like you know. But so the secret in Atlanta is, um, I got all the beats, so I'm in a studio making the records. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for me. To be like, okay, let's make a record. Right. And then they be like, like, Drew will come in, big boy, you got beats? I'll be like, yeah, come on. <laughs> and I just, you know, so that's how that, that kind of kicked off. But, um, yeah, so I, I take I take it really seriously. But uh, mm-hmm. nowadays, the studios aren't board-oriented. It's more in the box. Sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, my dude... Bravo put me on this outboard solid state piece called an Orion. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. The antelope, right? Like these beasts that's rolling mm-hmm. right now, I roll them through there and through a prism. Mm-hmm. Prism Orion back to the Pro Tools. Yeah. And it totally like curved. It's really the conversion, but it just. I mean, the bass lines was low and dirty and grimy, and it just smoothed everything out and just make it sound real presentable, nice. real commercial. So um, I kind of have a 2017 fall reel right now that, that I'm shopping from. Okay. Uh, we come in with a new reel this first quarter with a lot of hooks on it. So we've been doing a lot of, excuse me, hooks and stuff with the beat. Yeah. So, um, does that help push? Actually, this is this one of right here that's on the air right now. Do you find that helps push your beats further? Or, uh, yeah, yeah, because you're not just a beat maker, you're like a record maker. And Mm -hmm. I always pride to be in a record maker, not a beat maker. I'm a dope beat maker, but I'm a better record maker. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you got the whole package going in. The uh, frustrating thing was just FL Studios. I'm just kind of because I'm a programming dude Uh for modules and boxes and keyboards and. So Fruity Loops uh, wasn't really musical. It's more um, um, binary. Okay. You know, it's really just numbers. Sure. Like the sequence is not in uh, one eighth, one fourth, one sixteenth. It's in like point three two six. Like what's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, and that's how I started because I because I'm. Started on FL. Yeah. I still use FL. Like, so y'all about, do it like a video game. So see, I, see, yeah, because I came from an era from, you know, for me personally, I came from the, uh, like, shout out to Centipede, you know, the MTV Music Generator area. Mm-hmm. era. You know, I came, I'm coming from that shit. So I came from that and I learned that, you know, mind you, I dabbled in some stuff. I dabbled even in some analog, but, you know, my heart has always been that. 
you know, and, it's, and you know, thing about it is, you know, I even heard people there, you know, even like yourself, you know, like you say, like, it feels just weird to me. Mm-hmm. And and one thing I'll tell people about FL is, it's one of those things where the user interface is, it'll trip you out because you can't believe it's that just in your it, face. And it, and it, in it's, your face. It's, it's real consumer friendly. It's real easy. It's real <laughs> simple. It gives you a sound. Like usually we have to bring our sound to the machine. But Fruity Loops actually gives you a whole, with that strong sequencer, it gives you a sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad it kind of got better. My favorite Fruity Loop producers are like Hit Boy, Mike Will. Right, right, right. I mean, but it's their engineers that really set the tone. Sure, hell yeah. They take it to another level. Absolutely. Because if you remember like the Lex Luger beats and all that, it's like a lot of bass, the sense are all buried, everything is buried. It's like, what are y'all doing? Like, <laughs> so uh, when the machine came out, I was like, yes, okay. I know you like the machine. I like big head on machine. I love it. So, um, so we just we just experimented with everything. Me, my partner, uh, eighty eight keys. We we got shout a, out to him. Yeah, we got a group of major hits. So there you go. We just kind of just branding that man, and we going crazy. Nice, going crazy. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Wait. So I. Do you still use NPCs and stuff? Do- my NPC is still packed up in my closet. Uh huh. Um, when you're making, I want to, I want to bring it out. Um, do you use any other hardware while you're producing, or do you see? The secret is, I mean, the NPC, just like Logic or Fruity Loops, it's just samples. Sure. I got my hard drive. Do you, you know? play uh, like a keyboard though to like uh, key things in, or are you writing it in with your hands? Or? I do. I, I got a keyboard in my trunk. Yeah. You know, my Akai keyboard. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the small one uh-huh. and we got the big one too but yeah man um, all my little partners mm-hmm. you know probably second generation out of beat making they they mouse clickers yeah that mouse uh, cause I came from Reason too yeah and Reason is so detailed and finicky and you know they made it a little more you know user friendly but it's all about that mouse so SAG showed me how to step record in Pro Tools uh-huh. Joe Capo actually showed him from, uh-huh. from track boys yeah so i'm coming in here i'm like because a lot of those jayquan beats they just cut waveforms up uh-huh and that's the beat sure so i'm like you know i kind of was feeling that so yeah my type of engineering coming from atlanta sound mm-hmm. um we chop up the beat a lot yeah i hear it in a lot of migos stuff you just we set the pace okay so let's get this out like Right now, the last five years, we've been setting the trends and everything in music. Sure. Atlanta has just been the hub. So when I was with Bankroll, we was just doing some trappy stuff. And it was this one dancer guy um, that Cap One introduced me to. We did, a, it's called Dance On That Work. I'm actually in the video. I'm in a lot of videos. but um, So the dude doing Hitting the Folks and all that stuff. And then swear when I came to St. Louis... I heard draw on the radio. Like, we be in the city. I'm like, okay. And that's my I shit. Heard, um, <laughs> I heard, I heard um, um, what's, um, it's a couple other songs I heard that just was our songs. I'm like, okay, it's reaching in St. Louis. Then I seen everybody doing our dances from Atlanta. <laughs> they just came out the studio in Atlanta, and now the whole world is doing those dances. Yeah. Like, white people, black people, Mexicans, it don't matter. Everybody hitting the folks. Everybody uh, just doing all those dances, so that's crazy. That was crazy just seeing. So people ask, "How was Atlanta?" I'd be like, "Man, I changed the world." Mm. Just flat out, like 
can't take that from me. I mean, <laughs> we influencing a lot. Like now, everybody, even if I seen even Taylor Swift yesterday on uh, the iHeart Awards, and her stuff was urban with the bounce and everything. And you could tell she had an urban songwriter. And everybody wants to be like they sound trappish almost. It's a commercial uh, sound. Yeah, and you know what? And that's um, something that I do. Well, we. Of course, we all know there's the main thing that we all know is like you just said, Atlanta sound is like I, I want to say the Atlanta sound is probably the most copied sound oh, right yeah. now, completely like, dominated for completely like, like in every look, 15 look, years. Look, Uzi Vert is from like somewhere like Philly or something. That's what I'm saying. And, and, like I said, it's crazy. Like I say, everything like from the West Coast to the Midwest to the East Coast, man, yeah. even overseas and shit, like even mm-hmm. shit like in Korea and Japan and shit like that. Like all the the artists are sound that kind of sound originated from you know down in Atlanta, down south, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, which that came from Three Six Mafia, right? A Ball, MJG, yep. DJ yeah. Squeaky, all that type of stuff, which really influenced me. Like my favorite producers was DJ Paul, Juicy J, Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, Timberland, Hell Pharrell. Yeah. Um. My favorite DJ is DJ Jazzy Jeff. I think he's the best DJ in the world. Yeah. Respect. You Respect. know what I'm saying? Respect. So that's what I'm coming from. And uh, it's like they, they emulated a lot and set the pace, you know, for what's going on now. You're 100% right about that, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So you uh, do you like to prefer, so you were saying that most studios are, are digital now. Do you you prefer analog studios? Uh, I like to mix. Like my, my, t- my typical signal path. Uh, would be my sound chain would be um, going from some type of Neumann mic uh-huh. or the Sony mic, which I yeah. rarely get to work on. <laughs> sure. Um, but I, lo- I love Neumann because it gives you a good, clean digital signal. Going from that to a good preamp, it could be a Ventec analog or Avalon analog. Then run into a tube tech, uh-huh. which is like that the CL- California, yeah, yeah, the California sound. That's the blue one. Yep. Sometimes they got the preamp and the compressor. Yeah. Going from that and then going into HD Pro Tools. Yeah. TDM preferably. Um, so yeah, what I was saying was, so I'm from Street Execs. That's where I, I got my bones at. Where okay. I got my stripes from. Okay. That's Two Chain Studio and his management company, and they built a studio. Okay. So I just happened to be there when it started. Nice. <laughs> so I helped them, you know, build it from the ground, set a brand, you know. So that's how I got to record everybody. So then when I left from there, I was like, God, why are you taking me from there to? I went to Billboard Studios, which is a high-end indie studio, but it's real private. You know, you can't really get in there. So that's kind of where T.I.B. Young Thug B. So that's where I was doing a lot of those records, mm-hmm. and I was at this dope studio, and I was like. Why am I at this dope studio? But I ain't, you know, it's I'm kind of missed the camaraderie with the guys and everything. And then shortly after that, we we lost bankroll. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's why you got me over here. You know, mm. it's just a whole thing that I didn't need to really be a part of on that side. So, mm. um, so yeah. So at Billboard, we had the um, Icon control board, which mm. is a big. Yeah. Mouse. It's a controller. Yeah. It, uh, but we had the TDM, you know, Pro Tools. Yeah. The HD. And then that signal chain I just said. It sure. was uh, Avalon, then the Tube Tech with the U87. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be my thing. And then I would roll off the tape. But instead of rolling off the tape, I mean, that's just fictional 
I'm just saying in a, in a perfect world, sure. I would have a two-inch machine or something yeah. to roll everything off for the warmth. And, the, and then the, dump back into Pro yeah, Tools. for the harmonics. Yeah. But, um, but, um... So since it's not a perfect world, what do you do to get the harmonics the Orion, without it? That Orion. That Orion? Yeah. Cool. It adds headroom. It, it, it converts your bit depth. It's dope. Nice. It's dope. My, shout out to my dude, Bravo. He just put me on that. I don't want to work without it. But yeah, I'm a... So what I do and what I've always done for Pro Tools is treat my Pro Tools section like an analog board. Yeah. So I set it up like an SSL. Uh-huh. So I have my uh, audio channels then I have my groups. Yeah. And then I have my uh, my master. You know, a guy from Sweetwater told me he was doing a digit design uh, presentation, and he told me that Pro Tools algorithms reads the data from right to left. From the right side to the left side? Yeah. Hmm. So I do all my audio right here. Oh. Then this is my my uh vocal buses and uh -huh. then this is my effects that's how i do it yeah <laughs> that's weird so it's a processing thing for pro tools just to huh. read it better yeah i yeah i always do like uh my i always do my like percussion like beat stuff mm -hmm. and then i have like my master section because usually the beats can be pretty large and then i have my vocals on this side and mm -hmm. then my effects on the very right yeah yeah so and uh and i i bust everything when i was a year shorty though i used to um Put a plug in on every channel. Yeah, <laughs> I just run out of memory real quick. Sure. Then I learned the technique of busing. Sure. So once I learned to bus, I bust everything. Oh yeah. You know, so. No, busing is the biggest thing. I mean, once I started busing, it, I still put plugins on every channel for tonal shaping stuff. But like busing, I put where the I, SSL. Yep, um, the G channel. Yep, yeah. That's I don't what I use. use the G channel. Can you tell G me what's the difference between the G channel and the, and the black one? Um, Cause that's gray. There's there. They're, they're I, really a, subtle differences. Yeah, it's a tonal difference. You and then their control differences too. The way the whole EQ sections work is completely different. It's like um, the shelves have different uh, sweeps or something like that. Uh, I think that's okay. what it is. Is the biggest thing. Maybe the routing's slightly different. And so I'm sure we, that they do have a tonal. I would use percussion for the the G channel because it sounds uh -huh. a little duller. Sure. And the the black one, the SSL's channel, is uh, a little brighter. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Do you ever use Melda stuff at all? Have you ever messed with Melda? No. Do you guys have that on the computer downstairs? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because y'all got some crazy plugins. Melda is wild, man. It's the uh, for me, it's the best set of plugins around. Um, there's just nothing that that really does what it does. I was on the uh, probably two or three years ago. I was on the Mac DSP. That's kind of what yeah. I was running with. I was with it, and, t and then they did something that made me really mad, and I don't fuck with them at all. Yeah. <laughs> like when we switched. So when That's you switched. That's how Ozone did me. Like, oh yeah. I would be in uh, run my stuff through Ozone and take it to the club. It's horrible. Oh no! Cause it's just so sensitive and, and, sure. and squeezing everything. Yeah. And then some kid that just come up that don't know nothing about Pro Tools, don't make beats, and his stuff jamming. Yeah. I'm like, man, take this off. So uh, simplicity is the best for absolutely. my master. No, I, I just use the ML4000 for Mic DSP. See, well, I use the uh, just the SSL sure. stereo comp. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's what I use, and then uh, for my demos, I use uh, for like a mastering effect, I use the um, something from the LT. The multi, the multi band compressor. Yeah. 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 So I, I use the SSL into a, then I, I, I do that into a saturator and then to a, a stereo field thing. See, and I then, can't find a good saturator. So I use all that Melda stuff for that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. It's real tight shit. I'm gonna it, have to check I really that out. love it. But I, lo I like, uh, 
Uh, so like I said, lately we've been dumping beats down from Logic. Uh huh. So that's kind of what. But we got I got crazy samples, crazy drum samples. Um, 808s out this world. Yeah. So, like, Do you use uh, Omnisphere at all? Uh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, Omnisphere is the Atlanta staple. Yeah. Omnisphere. Um, Auto tune effects. Uh huh. <laughs> Used to be hypersonic probably back in the day too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that but was that's everywhere. when everybody was doing all that brass stuff, like the brass sound. Yeah, right. Died out. Yeah. <laughs> God, those were that hypersonic had killer brass. Yeah. I, I'm like totally being like, damn, I wish I had that brass Guess still. Still got it. <laughs> <laughs> you still have it rocking? It still works. I thought it. I mean, dude, the last time I used it was Just on like a know, Windows XP or I know something. People that, that know some people that helped me get it that, a long time ago. <laughs> Nexus, Nexus is always a good. Piece. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that's the go-to oh, yeah. piece. Yes. Um, and they got some. They got some. And the gross beats, but see, everything gross beats do, I do. I've been doing. Yeah. Uh, physically. Yeah, absolutely. Like I make that. Like, mm. Have you uh, stutter edit or anything? That's, all, other that's, all, that's all I do. Like yeah. I, I've been doing this, so it's been the sound for me. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, I used to roll my highs and everything, and then one of my my mentors was like, "Man, you shouldn't roll your highs so much." And I was like, "So I stopped, and then everybody started rolling uh, their highs." I'm like, "Oh <laughs> man, you gotta stick with what you do." Yeah, man, man come on, that's the DJ game. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's the secret uh-huh. when, I'm, when I'm editing the beats. So I use Verify a lot. Yeah. You know. Totally. So I give it a DJ effect. Oh, absolutely. So it feels like well, now when I do a show disc, I do it like I'm DJing the effects. You should. I the think. samples everything, and that's the show disc. But I'm not there. Totally. Do you feel like I and I've said this to some people and maybe some people don't like it, but uh, I feel like that the lines between engineer and DJ are going to get blurred more and more over the years because it's mm-hmm. it the tools are going to become very similar. Like it's either going to be like you're a DJ that's remixing on Ableton, and yep. so you're almost my partner keep screaming Ableton. I yeah. tried it once. <sighs> I really want to get it. I need to get it figured out because Ableton is it, it seems to be the thing <laughs> moving forward. Everybody's That's what everybody's screaming, but uh, I did like the sequence on it. It's just a little. Uh, it's not user friendly. No, I, I don't. I have. You, so you are a machine user. Have you got the the very newest update? No. So the newest one seems to have this m- mode in it that looks like what I believe is going on in Ableton, and it kind of makes it a little more clear for me, but it's still a bit confusing. But um, I don't know. Have Have you used a push with Ableton? No. Me either. I think that's the key. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I don't even understand the- it. I mean, I understand the concept, but I'm like, do you really need that many buttons? I don't know. And they all phrases. So are you architecting the phrases first? It's something else, you know? isn't it? So it's like, you know, I don't know. But, They're pretty um, wild. <laughs> I, I like the I like the sound now. Oh, so we do a lot of EDM. See, I always been doing different genres. That's yeah. all my thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, with the Lumity thing, we did the uh, reggaeton. Yeah. You know? We really made that popular, uh-huh. you know. So, and then when me and Jay Marty got together, how we got cool, he was doing, um, he was doing jungle, okay, and I was doing like hard gangster beats from St. Louis, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like TR 808s with claps, mm. and then I merged them. I like inventing stuff, so I merged like a new genre of jungle trap. Yeah, and it's just then we did that and uh. Now we on the EDM stuff, so that's where all the Ableton and the Logic. Logic is the cheat code. Uh-huh. My friend actually showed me a plug-in that it do the beat for you. Oh shit. Yeah, it just do something and then blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. just, <laughs> it just throw up beat a beat. Yeah. Mm. That's something else right there. Yeah, so 
you know, I got my Mac, my, my Mac laptop. Now I got to get my iPhone <laughs> so I can send out beats because uh, 88 Keys told me, shout out 88 Keys. He told me, uh, you know, you can send the beats to the artist just through the iPhone. Sure. Not email, you know, through, I guess, the iMessage. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's a little slick hate in my voice, but it's all good. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. I got to come over to the other side. But professionally, everything is Mac. Yeah. Everything is Mac. Absolutely. So let me ask you this, man. So um, since you have a wealth of knowledge, man, and you definitely been telling a lot of stories and give us a lot of good, like I've been taking in all the shit y'all been talking about. Yeah, I see. I'm like, like getting you high with it. You like, dang. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm just listening to this shit. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I was like, cause I'm hearing literally engineer talk. I have it right in front of me. Sure. It's dope as shit. Uh, so to me, I'm, I'm taking because I learned shit from you. Uh-huh. I'm learning shit from you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. So let me go ahead and like, let me see them interact. <laughs> but now the main thing I want to go ahead and uh, ask you, man, for all the listeners out there, especially people um, that are beat makers, producers, or even just aspiring engineers, man, what kind of like good beginner tips or like like go to tips for someone to always remember as someone coming up to get their sound as clean or as polished or as professional sound as possible, per what you have experienced in the industry. Right, and see, with my experience, that's what always made me a leader is because my sound be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just the clarity. And uh, so I guess on a beginner tip, headroom is like your number one priority. There you go. Yeah. So if you got good headroom, meaning... Mm-hmm where you have about two to three dB above you, you know, or in Pro Tools term, you stay in the in the green. Get a little yellow, but the orange, stay out the orange. Keep the headroom, record it in kind of medium, high, low. So if you're doing a vocal, medium, high, low, and then you want to have a clean signal to work on. So have a good, clean slate first. Mm-hmm. Um, to get a good signal. With the beats though, like with 88, what I gotta do is uh, when I'm import exporting out of Logic, we go into the session, I group all the faders and I'm pulling everything down. Yeah. Cause it's whammy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you do that, you 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 won't probably won't be peaking, but you'll be almost distorting in a digital type of way, mm-hmm. which is not really good, you know? So what you wanna do is uh, just pull that down do like a um, what's that uh, like a like a minus five or some DB, and uh, go in and that keep you that clean sound. Yeah. Even with your eight oh eights and everything. Yep. You know, but you gotta have clean eight oh eights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes. Oh man, I don't know. I, I kind of like some dirty ones every once in a while. They get pretty funky. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, like a nice a nice. But well, now we're dirty one. and distorted. You want to be distorted? Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. So what else, uh, uh, let me ask you this. So as far as, what's one of, I would say, one of the things um, as an industry professional that you mm-hmm. have learned, uh, like, as, I would say, as like the do nots. Like, say, like, yeah, you don't want to do this. If you're trying to be in this game, in this field. Well, let's go, let's go to do. the mix for one thing. Then I go to the game. Okay, there you cool. go. For on the mix game, don't, Convolute, is that a word? <laughs> I, like, I like thinking of different vocabulary words. But don't um, oversaturate your master. 
like I said, with that ozone, I used to do that. Uh -huh. So I just make it simple. Just put a little compressor on the master and let it go. Then if I'm doing like a master for, you know, the demo, I call it the premix. Everybody be like, when you buy studio time, we're going to give you a premix. Yeah. It's not mixed. So just take your premix until you get it mixed. Sure. But coming from Atlanta, I had to learn how to make the record, make that sound as is. And it might be dirty, but that sound, I mean, the artist has to be happy. Like, yeah. So I mix as I go. Totally. You know? So I'm in a template, my own personal template. Yep. Uh, shout out D Sims, my my little bro. We got the illest templates in the game. You know <laughs> nice, what I'm saying? Nice. So, um, but yeah, so I would say uh, the dudes that don't on the industry, you can't do it from your bedroom or your mm -hmm. basement. Mm -hmm. um, you definitely have to come to where the industry is generating income and signing contracts. Mm -hmm. Those cities are California, New York. Atlanta, Miami. So if you really want to be a true industry professional, you have to infiltrate those circles in that city. Mm -hmm. um, the thing I would say, um, nowadays we kind of in make yourself a star age. So you we call it capping in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. But you really got to cap yourself down, man. You really got to just be about your worth and have your confidence up. That was the first thing. Uh, my partner, uh, Shorty Fresh, told me, he was like, Big, you just, they call me Big down there. They like, you just gotta, you know, have your confidence up, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and be with the shit, you know what I'm saying? So, right. you kinda gotta be on it, cause uh, that's what's going on, and, and burning bridges, you don't know who's gonna be the next what. Exactly. Yeah. So, you gotta kinda stay humble with Always. everybody, yeah. That's the number one for sure. <laughs> Always, man. Always. But yeah, man, I mean, everything I've heard so far, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure Mac can agree with me, man. It's been a wealth of knowledge. Oh, absolutely. Like thrown at us, man. Like, and that's one thing I 100% appreciate is the sole fact that just, you know, the information you did share with us, you know, coming from the actual main hub in music as of right now. Right. You know, and then especially someone from the hometown who went through the gauntlet, literally started from the bottom, from all, the all the way up yeah. to the point where, you know, all the shit that we hear on St. Louis radio, or just national radio. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, we hearing shit right now, like with Dro and shit like that. That's you. You yeah. know, so like, you know, we know, like, that's you. Like, yeah. you know, we sitting, I'm sitting next to a motherfucker that's make a lot of shit that and it, and it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't hit me like that when I was right. doing it because I was on some super humble, happy to be here. Let's get the record done. I'm on some super nerd, just let's get it done. Exactly. I, I'm really not into, oh, I'm doing, okay, this is how it happened. So I did this song right here. Right, right, right. This is Day Day's beat from, uh, hey, 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 the song Day Day had from Atlanta that okay. blew up. Okay. So I'm like, dang, that beat kind of, you know. But I think uh, Nitty Beats did the beat. So uh -huh. when mm. I did that, that night, Nitty Beats emailed me like, bro, send me the record you did with Dro. That's just going crazy. So I went to Google Play one day and typed in Dro. I think I'm about to take a shower. And that was the first song that came on Dro's channel on Google Play. Nice. So I'm like, man, I'm controlling the world, bro. Like, I'm like, this stuff going crazy. <laughs> so, man, but... I mean, I think you answered a whole bunch of shit there. <laughs> you know, I mean, you I mean, no, Now, this, this me, artist man. right here is for our real. songwriter for Major Hits. Uh -huh. uh, shout out Aileon. You know what I'm saying? That's his voice. 
Nice. So okay. he's hooking everything. So a lot of stuff nice. we're doing is rap beats with an R&B influence. Not saying we doing R&B. It's just like I was at Rick, I, ironically at Rick Ross uh, label house where it's it's, uh. a, it's a big mansion with the dope ass studio in the basement. Uh huh. So I'm in B room, not knowing it's an A room. I'm like, oh, I'm in the B room because I finally went to the A room. Big ass SSL. Oh shit. Osbergers. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, I should have been here the whole time. But I was in B. So I'm in B playing his right hand man, like all these dope uh like mafia samples with the vocals about it was called uh Ball, I want a ball. And I was like, damn, I'm playing Rick Ross shit in Rick Ross shit. <laughs> yeah. It just got it get crazy like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Inception. <laughs> I mean, man, did you have anything that you want to ask, brother? <laughs> I mean, I know we covered some good stuff. I think yeah. I think everybody will appreciate the tips and saturation and stuff. I really, I yeah. mean, and if, yeah, you, and if you're not appreciating, like, go back and appreciate it because it's yeah. like that's a key part. Like, I, I, I'll attest 100%. See, there you go, man. So, everything needs a voice. Yep, everything needs a voice. And it's like, even when you mix in, and I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, like so when I do get my mix, same thing I do in Logic, I go back and then I drop my mix down by five dBs. Mm. Cause I gotta balance my compressor at the master. Yeah. And I have to balance my master level. Sure. I don't want it super hot. No. Cause once I shoot the maximizer on there, I'ma shoot extra hot. Yeah. So if you extra, extra hot in a multi-band compressor, it ain't working. It ain't gonna work. <laughs> nah, it's gonna sound, you're not gonna, I love to make the speaker go like this. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right, right, right. I can't make the speaker, it's probably just gonna be like this. Right. I need to, I need that mug to breathe, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. That shit is fantastic. Dude, look, you answered everything I want to fucking ask you now, to be honest with you. <laughs> this has been a wealth of information. Like, this one, I think this one, a few episodes that we received this much information on since, I would say, the Be Money episode. There you go. Like, and, like, real talk, man. So, yeah. like, a lot. And so, well, I, I mean, for real, and, man. and it's a lot of young producers under me, and they be like, you know, they be like, Lou, how old is you in again? Like, I'm, I'm an OG. You know what I'm saying? So, I've been yeah, doing it are, for, man. I've you been doing it for a OG. minute. You know, but as far as the industry, I'm still young because I haven't gone to the success that I'm looking for. So exactly. I'm still a new producer, new engineer. You sure. know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm one of the leading engineers out the Midwest. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and he definitely got like everything that this man said earlier. He got literally, he can literally back up everything he's talking about. Yeah. So everything that was discussed on this show, on this particular episode, take to heart. If you're a producer, you're an engineer, take that shit too hard what he this man just and told I, you. And two more things. So I'm going to uh, let, let you understand the 2 chain situation. Mm-hmm. What made the 2 chain situation was real is when I first hit the road with them. And uh, it was me, Bankroll, 2 chains, Cap One, Greasy, Schooly, and we hit like Alabama. And then 2 chains intro came in, and it was, uh, I got everything, I got the Drake and 2 chains. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this real. I'm like, this real. That's Drake and 2 chains. I'm like, and so then we did a couple songs that we had, and it just went crazy. So with him, I was just real humble, real quiet, and it's just, it'll be 2 chains. his engineer, shout out, um, my dude, um, uh, his, uh, 
you think of his engineer right now? Man, but my, my partner is his engineer right now, mm -hmm. Nolan Presley. We all came up as engineers at Street Execs together. He nice. was actually an intern. Okay. And stepped up and, and stayed in there and stayed down. You stay down, you come up. Uh, KY. That's okay. his engineer. So it'll be him, KY, me, and we doing all the records off the Trap and Valley 3. And Mike Will will pull up. And uh, I'm just soaking all Kanye will pull up. I'm just soaking all the game. Right. And I'm not really making a big fuss. I'm not even trying to slang beats to him. Mm. I'm just appreciating just being in the in the manifesto. Sure. So I think that's the way to do it. I think yeah. some people come in and get a little too hot. <laughs> right. Man. You know, I don't never say too much. I'm usually quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, with the with DJ Khaled being my mentor, I kind of stepping it up a little bit. You know, <laughs> there you get, go. A little flashy, you know. There you, you know, go, how brother we man. Do it. Any final thoughts you want to give out to the good people, brother man? Man, I just want to say dreams do come true. I'm working my dream job. I could never do it without that initial bug of my parents putting the, you know, success into my bloodstream, uh, the entrepreneurship. You just got to do it yourself. Ain't nobody going to give you nothing. Exactly. You know, it sounds so cliche, but every time I hear a multimillionaire say it, I feel like it got to be true. Mm -hmm. So you just got to keep pushing and not giving up. Right. And you have to take a break sometimes. Yeah. Step back, reallocate. Sure. Re, you know, resituate. You know, uh, work on your brand. Probably, you know, get your brand straight, then hit back at them. There you go. So especially as a producer. Yeah. It's cool to reinvent. Totally. You know? Nothing wrong with no, that, you don't want to get stuck in the same mode and keep flipping the same stuff, you know? Right, 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 right. Absolutely, man. So if somebody's looking for you online, is there a way they can check you out? Um, Lately, see, I ain't the most savvy. I do got the little snap. I really don't know what it is, but Instagram is my thing. So yeah. that's um, S-T underscore L-O-U underscore H-I-T-Z. There you go. So um, you can just Google St. Louis.hits, S-T-L-O-U dot H-I-T-Z. All my stuff pop up. Nice. Yeah. I go. need to probably redo my Reverb Nation. That's pretty old. Yeah. Do people even do Reverb I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> not too many they people. They do SoundCloud now. So I got a SoundCloud, but it's all my mixes. So you can check right. me out on, on SoundCloud. Okay. Yeah. There you go, man. Good people, man. But... You, we just had our first true engineer on here, and true engineer industry, producer, yeah. And, no, at industry level, yeah. At that, no, and, and I really do appreciate this brother from coming on, just giving us this wealth of game. You know, again, man, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. We truly do appreciate it. Yeah, man, thanks man, for taking the time. Man, shout out y'all, shout out y'all. We go keep me and Major Eight Eight Keys go keep doing these beat battles and staying involved with y'all. Did Absolutely. you know? You know about the uh, the the battle on the fifth, right? Okay, I know now. Yeah, no, I think I think uh, so. That's January fifth, right after yes, New Year's. It's a Friday. Then. Okay, yep, first Ooh. Friday of the year. First Friday of the year. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yep. so we're we're gonna uh, we're getting we're getting buck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that and so just let everyone know. So let's say the homie Major Eight Eight Keys was one. Shout of, out my boy Illy. Matter of fact, he was one of our guests. One of our guests on here. Yep. You know, gave us a wealth of game and knowledge. Champion well. of 2016, 2017. <laughs> Champion of 2017. One of you know, you no know, musicians I know personally. Um, him and seven other dope ass no, dudes. No, no. 11. Uh, it's, it's 11. There's so, a 12 so person bracket. So it is 12. Bracket. That's right. Yes. I'm my mistake. So it's 12. Yep. 12 person bracket. It's about to get funky. Funky as fuck. <laughs> yeah, the last one's been kind of crazy. Like, you don't know who really go. No. It's real. And this one's going to be, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and let everybody know because this one, Sketch is going to be there. Sketch is coming from Houston. He hasn't been here in like 
six months. Like he's one, uh, current. He's probably like almost repeated champion of Frizz Pro. Oh, absolutely, hands down. Now he's like, it's, it's like him. Eight affects you, uh, Jason. Total chaos. Uh, it's it's hella people, man. <laughs> like it, like I'm just glad. No, at this point, when but I y'all just won like back. six times each and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm mean, at this point. It's like like you know, like so I did so much. I could just sit back. You know, like, oh, you I was can just, for sure. It's like it's like fuck it. You know, I've done it so much. I sit back. I'm and now. I want to be behind the scenes of like. But I'm looking forward about. to it. It's gonna be Hell a great yeah. battle. It's gonna be an awesome battle, man. I guess awesome. if if I want to leave one note, yes. um, I guess it would be know your worth. Yeah. Go study, look it up, Google what your title is, see how much you garner a year, you know, because uh, I had to do it. Uh, somebody wanted to make me an in-house producer, so I had to see how much does an in-house producer make. So it came to about 95000 a year. Yeah. So I charged them like 41000 half of that. I was like, okay, so just know your worth, yeah. you know, and don't go against the grain. Just go go for it. Yeah, get it. Go, don't shortchange yourself. No. There you they, go. No, you got to, you know, you got to make it worth your efforts. You know what I mean? You're not mm-hmm. going to want to do it if you don't feel like it's worth it. <laughs> I definitely don't. You know what I mean? If I ain't getting paid right, I work horrible. Absolutely. When people want to <laughs> undercut me, like, let me tell you a secret about engineering. You try and get a you want to get a deal from an engineer. Cool, your engineer is going to work less hard on your recordings. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it's not on some bullshit. It's like, dude. I mean, you're not. I, I have. And you know what? My partner said you had. He said all that. I had to stop that because if St. Louis hits did your recording, now I got to make it sound like a St. Louis hit. Right. But you only pay me fifty dollars. Exactly. So. I mean, I'll do that for the homies. You know, I got homies that they get the homie rate. But I mean, if you're, I mean, if you want me, so to, I had to stop to doing it. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, go ahead, holler. You said your cousin to do it for fifteen dollars. Yeah, ahead, no, get that. Yeah, <laughs> get oh. that. Because I can't do you that way. <laughs> I ain't got it in me. Mm-mm. So there you go. If, it, if that's one of the most main things I heard. Know your worth. Know your worth and know your the worth of what you work on. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't spend no money, you won't make no money. I mean, right. you might you might be one of the lucky few, but come on. We that's all know what the, the deal is. It's that's, a music that's... business. It's not the music lottery. Right. It's the name of the game, man. But like I said, uh, brother, man, thank you so much again yes, for coming sir. on. Yes, I appreciate just, you guys having me. For real, man. Just the wealth of knowledge that you gave to us, man. And just the history behind you is just incredible. We yeah, truly man. do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I probably need to do like a little bio or something soon. There you go. Hey, man, by all means, man. Like, hey, and we'll know. Like, so you're always welcome anytime to come on the yeah. show. For anyone that came on the show is always welcome anytime. Oh, absolutely. I, I think the Definitely. secret to St. Louis hip hop is bringing it back to St. Louis, though. Exactly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. I think we're getting there. Yeah. We are. We are. We are. So definitely, man. Like, I'm going to still holler. Shout out Shock City. I got to holler at D-Code, man. You got to let me go ahead and blow the studio out. There you go. <laughs> he be telling me bring all my industry friends, but I don't know. We got to work something out, D-Code. Yeah. You got to get it. You got to get the, get the haze flowing, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear yeah, you on yeah, that, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out uh, Gateway Digital Studios. That's where I'm at currently. Nice. With, with Wayne. And uh, so me and 88 Keys kind of just hubbing out of there. Cool. Nice. Suburban Pro. Yeah. You know, me and Carter been been working. Nice. Been working. Actually, that's where I first came when I got back. Badass. Was here. So. There you go. Here or at the floor set? Here. Yeah, nice. Okay. Downstairs. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, so this this goes to show you. So we got a straight up Stone Cold Industry Professional saying this is one of the main studios. For real. Premier. Whew. Nah, for real. Hands down. 
Come through. Get at me. So there you go. Put it this way. They got the best Mac Pros in the city. Let's just leave it like that. Let's just leave it like that. Man, what else more we got to say? Hot dog. There you go. Pugram gang stupid. Yeah, I got all of them. But, man, like I said, thank you so much again, man. We're going to go ahead and close the show out. So, again, this has been episode 26. Is it 26? Is it 26? 27. No. I don't know. Is it 27? It might be 26 or 27. It's 27. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming out to this episode of Fruit of the Boom Podcast. It's your boy, JBJR. Hey, it's Matt Sawicki. I appreciate you guys listening. Hey, and holler at us, you know, uh, at Fruit Boom Pod on all forms of social media. Uh, catch us every Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, um, Google Play, uh, Mixcloud, and also on our website, uh, freshproducestl.com forward slash fruit of the boom. There you go. So, holla, child. Peace. Peace.